Welcome to episode four of Properly Cocked, the Warhammer 40k competitive podcast which aims to give you ideas and a little bit of help for your tournament list writing or your gameplay or all different parts of that competitive side of this hobby just by counting down the top five in any given category. And this time round, the category is the top five units that go against the internet's recommendations, the anti-netlisting units. We really feel like the internet helps you focus in on a certain type of list for your army. We know there's one for Necrons, we know there's one for Marines, we know there's one for all sorts, but that means there are a whole bunch of units in every single codex that are getting missed out because they're not on the internet and a whole bunch of people online are even slagging them off. So stick around in this episode because, honestly, things get a little testy. Going with the Dragoons, Admech Dragoons, Sidonian Dragoons. The Taser Chickens? Taser Chickens. You're disqualified. Well, no. No, you're no, just can't disqualified. Be because no one's taking them. Everyone's you're taking, taking them? Everyone's taking Sean's style list with the robots. He comes in hot. And uh, yeah, there's a little bit of discussion, a little bit of conversation, and I guarantee you a couple of units that you never considered taking. I'm your host, Steve Joel. Uh, let, uh, let us meet our panellists for this week. And in this episode, uh, we're welcoming back our regular panellists, starting with uh, Aaron Wilson, g'day. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, very good. Thank you for coming back. Really appreciate your time. Uh, Sean Sullivan, thank you for coming back as well. G'day. Nice to have you here. And from Auckland once again on his top secret mission, Brendan D, g'day. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. I've um, stopped saying good morning. I found, found every, the first few episodes I said good morning because normally when I'm in this studio where we record, uh, I'm doing a morning radio show. So I'm so used to saying good morning in here. You know when you pick up the phone and you accidentally answer it at home like the way you would at work? Well, that's kind of how I've been. So I'm trying to beat that out of my own system. Anyway, hi. Uh, what we're talking about is the top five anti-netlisting units to list in your list when you're listing. It's probably a better way of saying that. <laughs> the top five lists that the, that the internet as a whole is either ignoring or is saying just aren't good enough, but actually might be worth a look if you put your army together the right way around. So we're going to go through our number fives, starting with Aaron. What you got? Me? Uh, well, basically for my entire five to one, most of it's admic. It's very, very <laughs> biased. So I'll, I'll start right. with my five, uh, which is Dune Crawlers uh, with Icarus Arrays. Well, they're not. Okay. Well, well, they are now. Are they being not, ignored by the they, internet? They are now with the Scorpius. Uh, oh, okay. So now the Scorpius, Scorpius now, is coming No out. one's taking... Uh, don't crawl this anymore because so, Scorpius is so good. So the, the, the Scorpius has come along and everybody's but, left Dune Crawler for the yes, younger, better looking model. I, I think the Dune Crawler can still do some damage. Yeah, well, especially with the Icarus array. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I like. See, I'd, only because, again, facing your Dune Crawlers with Necron and everything can fly, it's just horrible. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I like them. I don't have any. There's a lot of stuff with Fly at the moment that's, that's really good. So having having that Eldar, we're looking at you. Eldar, uh, Space Marines now. Quite a lot of the Space Marine stuff has fly. Does the Repulsor have so. the fly keyword? Yeah, I yeah, assume absolutely. it does. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's fine. What do you got at number five, Sean? Um, I've got good old Crute. Um, these are normally overlooked in tell lists because they will want to maxify the shooting. Crute. Crute. All right. Yeah. See. You... Well, we asked for units that nobody's taking. I haven't seen Crute on the table ever. 
Oh, there's a guy that plays them, Scott, that's local, and um, he's gave me a lot of respect for them because it's kind of like it's a nice screening unit. It can push out and touch objectives where Tao just sits there and shoots. So if you're not focusing on taking anything objectives, well, then you're pretty much just trying to shoot the guy off the table, which right. you can't win missions these days doing. Okay, so Crute are in there because, sorry, help me understand, just cause, again, I've never seen them. Are, um, they, are well, they tough? No, they're, no, they're not tough, but they're cheap. They're a really good screen unit. You can get 20, so if you fail the leadership, you can always just make them stay for 2 CP. Right. Um, they can stop things jumping over, like, you know, if you're getting rushed, um, for, especially for Tau, it's a big problem. So they can be a speed it's, bump. They can be a speed bump. Um, also stops drop pods coming down so so close and stuff like that. And then, but a lot of players just turn around and go, oh, no, actually, shield drones are better. I would rather have shield drones right. or have this and have that. And you can make excuses, but without having a nice little screening unit and something that you can put in the way, sometimes it can be a hard game for, for tell. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen crew, but it, it sounds like the way you're selling it, it sounds like there should be something that people really are looking at if they, as you say, if they play town, they need a screen. Uh, Brendan, what have you got on your number five? Well, I'll, I'll see Sean's crude and do him one better. The only unit worse is the Vespid. What the hell so is a Vespid? I don't think, yeah, uh, I don't I thought, think I I've said good. ever seen anyone run Vespid. <laughs> so we've got to tell you, if you're listening, that behind the scenes, Brennan has just announced that he, that he might have included all five of his are units that are really bad, but might be worth considering under the right circumstances. Like maybe not as bad as the internet says they are. So you're going to have to justify this by convincing that the Vespid is... I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. There's, no one's ever played it. Well, Vespid are another crude aux, uh, Tau auxiliary, like the Crude. They're another race that are an ally of the Tau. Okay. Uh, so Vespid, uh, they've got some great keywords. I mean, they're infantry and they've got the fly keyword. They've got both good. of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flying infantry. They've got the deep striking ability so they can just land on the battlefield nine inches away from an opponent. Um, the toughness four with a four plus save, so you just drop them into cover, now you've got a three plus save. They're basically space marines. Uh, they've got an 18 inch assault to strength five and AP minus two gun. And at 14 points each, they're not too bad. You can take them in just units ah, of, ah. from four to 12. <laughs> There's the problem. I was thinking, why these should be in every army, but 14 points each might be the issue. I also think Well, that, that is the issue. Yeah, they, if, if they were just a little bit cheaper, they'd be a pretty good unit. Uh, as they are, you know, they're, they're, if you've got 56 points left over from your list, four Vespid, uh, not a bad option as a little harassing unit or as a backfield objective grabber. So yeah, can you take them in units of what would be the minimum? Three? Four. Oh, four is the minimum. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. They, they also have really sh- um, shite leadership so that if they get one or two um, wounds on them, they can run away real easy. I think the leadership's six well, they're, they're le- No, no, they're leadership five, but the leader is leadership eight. So okay. you, if you've got a unit of four, they'll never run away. You can't actually lose enough guys to... Well, if you lose three and then you roll a six, you'll just lose that last guy. Okay. But so leadership isn't an issue as long as you keep the sergeant in there or the, the leader or whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Well, do you know what? I feel like if Vespid were nine points a model... That'd be a legitimate inclusion, right? But the, it's just that they're they're just that, but too well, actually, quite a lot. I think too much expensive. I think uh, I think at nine points they might be too good. Probably like ten, eleven points. Yeah, plague bearers yeah, are only seven. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to look at it in context of the rest of the army, though, as true, well. True, true. All right. Well, uh, I don't know who to give this to, only because this is a hard one for me now. 
because I've never heard of Vespid and I've never seen crude on the table and dune crawlers are just too good to be in this blimmin' top five anyway. <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> I don't think anyone's ignoring it. No one's using them anymore. Uh, Well, they're just only recently rebuffed. They're not like, uh, it's not like they've been bad-mouthed and left out. They're just standing alone at the pub because there's someone better looking over there, you know? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Vespa just because it's just because of the the display of gonads for even including it in the conversation. All right, uh, let's go to number four. What have you got, Aaron? Uh, four, I've got Fogarite Electro Priests, so the melee version. Yeah. Right. Um, about a year ago, they got they got nerfed because uh, you'd usually take them as stygies, uh and be able to infiltrate them anywhere on the battlefield that's nine inches away from your opponent. So, uh, so when you say nerfed, what you actually mean is made reasonable again because they were broken no, before. They're, no, they're not reasonable. I mean, <laughs> oh, I've got hold on, I've got two. <laughs> Admic players in the studio who are both like, what are you talking about? No, that was a perfectly reasonable thing to be able to do with a bomb of 20 Electro Priests. Just put them anywhere you like after the other guys deploy. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah. You, you say that, but how many tournaments did they win? No one was going, full great Electro Priests. I can't understand why people are, are running these because they, they, they're killing so many armies. This never happened. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. That, but they are, uh, if they kill something... If they kill a unit and they get that three-up involve going, suddenly they're a, an, a just an, an annoying unit. They can You can kind of use them as a bully unit, you know what I mean? If yeah. they get that three-up involve. Yeah. The issue now is you have to foot-slog them up the field now. So you're kind of hoping for some decent terrain to, to hide them behind until you right. get there. Um, you can give them a nine-inch scout move at the start of the battle for a CP, but... You still need that terrain there to... Well, they, they do get a really awesome transport now, and it's pretty cheap, just very expensive to buy it. <laughs> right, cheap and points. Is that the one that looks like a drill? No, 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 that's, that's another one. Um, that's, that's even more expensive. That, oh, uh, Mantic. Um, but, um, no, no, they got this, um, what, the Scorpius, Scorpius tank that oh, you're right. saying. Oh, right, the new Scorpius is, is a, a... Yeah, it has a, has a um, transport option, and it's right. actually really cool for stuff like that, or a five-man unit. You can put a five-man unit of that in, and a five-man unit of Vanguard and stuff, and just jump out so you have a little bit of shooty, a little bit of close combat. It's right. actually pretty cool. Okay, but most people are doing the Scorpius as the, as the just shooty tank option. But, yeah, it does have... It has the transport. Okay, well, see, again, Electro Priests are pretty good. But you're right, that is a unit that probably that a lot of people are ignoring that the internet is, is largely not including in their not, not ideal You'll see list. a lot of them on people's shelves at the moment, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sean, what have you got at number four? Um, the Humble Spirits here. Um, now, Aldo um, have a lot of really good HQs, so I can understand why they kind of don't stand out. Yeah. But... Um, for... Uh, I just had written some things down. Um, for the Spirits here, um, I... It gets some um, reroll hits for the spirit host. So I mean, this is really good if you're doing like a whole bunch of um, wraith constructs and stuff like that. Um, uh, plus one blessed skill over the warlock, which not a lot of people take, and plus one weapon skill and plus two wounds. But the most important thing is you get a proper smite, all for ten points. But for ten points, all for ten points over a warlock. Oh, sorry, over a warlock. Oh, okay, so, so ten yeah. points cheaper than a warlock. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, more ten points. Okay. I see. But, I mean, so that, is that why he's not being included? Because of the ten points more than the warlock? People are going warlock slightly cheaper. I'll take that. Um, that and I think it's a lot of people. There's some strategies that can be played on warlocks that can't be played on um, 
on spritzers. Okay. But for me, it's just one of those one of those units that are really overlooked, especially if you're taking wraith constructs, especially because they're making a little bit of a comeback now. Right. And that's kind of one of those things that looks really cool. It's a really fluffy unit, and you just don't see as much. Yeah, yeah. And the the um. Actually, you're you're a uh, Eldar familiar person, Brendan, as yeah, well. So I play Yandan as well. So I've used quite a few spirits here. Okay, so the spirits here. Uh, I don't know if I've come up against the spirits here, but I uh, yeah, the, it seems like the way you're selling it. Why would people not include it? Do you like the spirits here, Brendan? I, I do. Um, and it sounds like there's a butt involved. Is a spirit? Is it spirits here an HQ unit or an elite? Uh, HQ. That's the other, yeah, that's the other difference because the um, the warlock is an elite. Right, okay. So, but. The... Uh, I'm pretty sure the Warlock's an HQ unit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an HQ unit too. Okay. And I, we I'm might gonna... have to double check there. Yeah, or maybe it's the council. I, I, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've run them. Yeah. Okay. So, Spirit Seer goes in at number four for Sean up against Electro Priest. And what garbage have you bought uh, in at number four, Brendan? Uh, <laughs> Just repeating uh, for, our listeners, for our listeners that you've, you've gone ahead and chosen the worst possible units in every codex. Or in any code. Uh, so I've got the Tyranid Pyrovores. Uh, so I think since they were first brought out uh, a few editions back, no one's ever run them. They were, they've always been bad, but I think the current iteration is the best they've been. So what the Pyrovores come in units of 1 to 3 for 38 points each. Uh, they're tough at 4, full wounds with a 4 plus save. But they're basically just a walking heavy flamer with a 10 inch range. Okay. Where they are useful is that you can use a stratagem called Enemy Below to deep strike them in with either Ravenous, Trigon, or a Morlock. Yeah. Uh, and then you can use the single-minded Annihilation stratagem to make them shoot twice. So three of them can pump out six D6 Strength 5 Flamer shots. Okay. So, But the range is short. And did you well, say what the move... range. It, yeah, Sorry? which is slightly, they, they slightly better. It's, uh, okay, so that's... Yeah. Well, the key there is that they've got a 10-inch range on a heavy flamer, whereas usually that's 8, so they can still, you know, deep strike in 9 inches away from the enemy, but still flame them. And you said they've got 4 wounds each, which seems... That, that kind of makes them, uh, you know, reasonably hard to, to shift if people... And, you know, if people want to focus at them, maybe not so much, but, but 4 wounds each takes some getting rid of. That's going to focus some fire on them, maybe. Yeah, uh, they're not bad, and... So you're going to be running them in the uh, Jorman Dander, I think it is, uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> in order to get that stratagem. But that also gives them cover, even when they're in the open. So that four-up save they have is now a three-up. Okay. But no one's the, maybe this is the reason they're not included, is because no one wants to. everyone wants to run Kraken or whatever the other popular one is. So there's, um, there seem to be two that everybody's taking at tournaments. There's Kraken, and what's the other big Tyranid? Leviathan, maybe? Leviathan? Maybe. Yeah, Yordan still gets taken quite a lot, especially if you've got nine carnifixes that some people run. <laughs> if you've got nine carnifixes? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so worth including pyrovores in uh, in an army with nine car... Um, what did you say they were? Nine? Nine carnifixes. Carnifixes. The old carnifix. Yeah. I think if you're seeing a lot of, like, the... I mean, the eliminators now, like, if you've got Raven Guard eliminators or something you want to get, get rid of, these guys will do it pretty quickly. Do you know, I've just realised the trouble with this whole category is that you guys keep bringing up stuff that I've never heard of <laughs> and don't know what it does. And it makes it very hard to make any sort of judgment call on. But I'm going to just uh, randomly give that to Spirit Seer. Why not? 
So um, I would have given it to Electro Priest, but I just hate them. And they're also, they're just, you know. So what's at number three on your list, Aaron? So number three, I've got uh, Land Speeder Storm. Uh, yeah, so. again, do you know what? These are, yeah, you automatically win this. I think these are, these are going to make a big comeback with the uh, changes to Space Marines. They, uh, again, I don't know anything about this game compared to you guys, but I feel like suddenly they're a unit that people will be looking at. We've even seen evidence of this reasonably recently with local tournaments with a couple of guys, uh, one in particular, taking a lot of them and yeah. doing quite well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Land Speeder Storm, give us some numbers, give us some reasoning. Why do you think they're worth including? Um, so, I mean, you can run them as Iron Hands now, so yeah. they don't get the minus one for moving. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Okay, no one, we'll just go Iron, home now. Iron Hands Land Speeders. You can go. run them as Iron Hands now. Yep. Good enough. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, but they they fly. They're a good, maybe a good flying. They fly. They're a of. transport. You can put scouts in them. Scouts can shoot out of them. So the transport shooting, the scouts are shooting. Yeah. Um, it makes your space marine army fast and accurate as well. You don't get the minus one for the heavy weapons. Um, so you can have heavy boulders, assault cannons, stuff like that attached Why? to them. So okay. Um, yeah, I and yeah. they're reasonably cheap. They're not. They're not. They're not overly expensive. So okay. All right. He's making a good case. Oh, he, he really is. Um, <laughs> no, I've I've actually played against them uh, last weekend, and I actually was quite taken back. They're actually quite quite a nice little unit now. This is one of those ones where if you played it a year or a, a year ago, and you would have thought, "Why is that person bringing those?" And now you're playing them, thinking, "Well, actually, well, hold on a second. They're they're, they're good. They're, they've never been bad. It's, and they've also got an ability to stop people deep striking near them. Have they? Okay. They've, they've got an aura ability. I'm pretty sure. All right. Maybe maybe they got rid of it, but they used to have an, um, an aura ability to stop things deep striking near, near them. Okay, so if you're looking, if you're listening and thinking, hmm, okay, land speed of storm might be worth including, double check that about the aura ability. Have a look and see what it is. Or well, we're we're having a look at it now. No, maybe? it does, doesn't look like it according to what I'm looking at. Okay, but maybe that's gone. Looking looking at the weapons, so I mean, for the cheapest loadout, you're running a heavy bolter, and they got the uh, Cerberus launcher, and they're both heavy, so. Starting in the Devastator Doctrines, those weapons are now an extra minus one right. to the AP, so yeah, yeah. they're going to shred a lot of stuff as well. Okay, Land Speed is still pretty good. Uh, what do you got at number three, Sean? Um, these used to be the laughing stock of the Dark Elder Codex, and um, <laughs> they're called Mandrax. Um, they're, oh, yeah. they're the funkiest looking models that you can get um, for the Dark Elder range, I think, and um, they're actually really good. They have a built in minus one, and that's a minus one to hit in close combat as well as shooting. Yeah. Um, they've got a, like a infiltrate deep strike ability, so that's uh, really really handy for especially nothing's better than just popping them down on a on an objective. They have a five plus and vulnerable save, so especially with all the space marine stuff out there um, with all the minuses minus two minus three doesn't matter. You see, yeah. you've got a five plus and vulnerable, and they get feel no pain. Um, and the last thing was um, their shooting attack gives mortal wounds, so they got a salt two gun, eighteen inches, yeah. shooting four and. Um, yeah, and they're not too shabby in close combat because there's minus one to hit them and they get some ridiculous amount of attacks. I think it's like three attacks each. Or yeah. They're really good. I really like Mandrake. So again, this is, this is one of the units where I, I keep thinking, I'm not sure why they don't appear more often. I have seen, uh, we've mentioned in previous episodes, Lawrence from Tabletop Tactics is a big fan of Mandrakes. It, to, to be fair, he took them to a big tournament and they didn't do very well, but... Uh, but yeah, they're, you're, you guys are making it tough. The Landspeeder Storm and the Mandrakes are both very, very uh, good in this category of units that the internet largely ignores. But really, really, you know, if you're putting a list together, these guys might be worth considering, both of those. What have you got to add to this part of the conversation, Brendan? 
Well, I think I'm going to win this category because I've included a Necron unit, and you might actually know what it does. <laughs> Done. Okay. Uh, so I've got flayed ones. Oh, yeah. uh, now I think I think they get overlooked because they are quite expensive for what they do. Um, but there's plenty of things on the list that can buff them up to being a pretty potent combat unit. Um, so you know they're 17 points each. And just stock they've got three strength four attacks that are weapon skill three plus, and they re-roll to wound natively. Uh, you can give them the disruption field command point though to bump them up strength five. So now they're going to be wounding uh, you know anything up to. Toughness 10, you're going to be winning on fives with rerolls, which isn't too bad. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of good ways I think you can run them. Uh, so you can use the Reclaim Lost Empire uh, stratagem in the Nihilac Dynasty to just dump them on some objective. You give them plus one save with that. So now you're up to a two plus save with them. Mm. Uh, you know, you can just deep strike on an objective somewhere in cover and they can just be an annoying survival unit. Uh, you can run them in the Novok Dynasty, so you can use the stratagem that lets them fight twice. So now you've got six attacks coming out of each of them. Uh, and you can also use the Warlord trait that generates extra attacks when they roll a six to hit. Uh, and then they reroll failed hit rolls when they're charging as well. So they, they're just going to pump out a lot of attacks in Novok. Mm-hmm. Or you can give them all the character support with Imhotek, Xandrix, and Oberon to let them teleport one inch away from the enemy uh, get plus one attack as well, and then and they're going to reroll the ones to hit while they're near Saltek. Yeah. So, so they, the problem with Era though, it's it's a weird buff actually. Imatech, uh has this weird buff where he specifically buffs flayed ones. <laughs> so it's it's a very strange. Like he's the big he's the big HQ in the Necrons book, and his his major buff specifically is to flayed ones units who have to be Saltek because he's Saltek. And they don't get any other benefit. I think part of the reason you don't see them is because uh, wraiths. Everybody's if you want if people if people want a unit that's going to go uh, close combat. Almost everyone's going with wraiths because uh, they're a really great distraction unit and they soak up a lot of shooting with the three up invol. Um, people also are, are sometimes going towards the now the name's gone out of my head. The guys with the ID the shields or not shields. Lichgard. Yeah. Um, who with the shields they have an involved in there, they're not bad in close combat as well. And you can do the Novok fight again, you can do all of this stuff the same. Um, but again, they are quite pricey. So, your flayed ones, um, you, you, you're right, you never see them, they're not, a, they're not a terrible unit, but you never see them. They've just for some reason, I feel like GW have, uh, in almost every book, the like the you, you really get a great, um, Synergy between the the characters and what they're supposed to go with because they buff specifically those things. But for some reason, in the Necron book, Imotech, the Saltech dynasty overlord, specifically buffs flayed ones, and I don't know why it would be them and not something else. I uh, thought it was a fluff piece from back in the day because he was the one that was trying to fight the the flayer virus. It probably is a fluff piece that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But but it doesn't make a lot of sense now in gameplay just for the dynasty mismatch or, I don't know. But, but anyway, so you, I, the, I, you don't I, see I think the, where, as opposed to, you know, Wraiths and all the other combat units kind of have a reputation for being scary, whereas Flayed Ones have never really been good. And I think they're worth taking just... Just for that. Uh, you know, <laughs> just for that. They, they, people underestimate them. For the you, you underestimation... 
you can really buff up a unit of 20 of them and just throw them into the enemy or teleport them right into combat. I feel like all three of those uh, really meet that criteria, though, for do, the, the underestimation Do, do you factor. think that the flay ones don't show up, though, because they're fine cast? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I think that's a big part of it. And... and uh, so much spiky bits. Look, they actually we've I got think it. All my units good. so far have been fine cast. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the old metal ones, and most of them are missing their hands because it was a separate piece, and they'll just right. break off in the foam. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, do you know what the modelling factor here plays a part? We've we've got to acknowledge that sometimes, you know, you decide that you don't want to take orc boys because you just can't be bothered painting <laughs> painting all those models. So uh, that is a factor. I'm going to give that to the Land Speeder Storm coming in at number three just because they can be Iron Hands now. Uh, what are you going to number two, Aaron? Oh, uh, well, you're not going to like this one because you're going to uh, think it's too good. All right. But uh, I'm going with the Dragoons, Admech Dragoons, Sidonian Dragoons. The Taser Chickens? Taser Chickens. You're disqualified. Well, no. No, you're no, just can't disqualified. Be because no one's taking them. Everyone's you're taking, taking them? Everyone's taking Sean's style list with the... Why are you the, coming, why are you coming at me? Well, <laughs> it's coming in Everyone's hot. taking your list with the robots on the tracks and then your, your Castellan robots. I don't... But not many people take the chickens. Now, not that I wish to uh, just argue for the sake of it. I don't know if you see a lot of lists with the uh, the troops on tracks. What are they called? The uh, uh, You're starting to see Catafron destroyers coming right out. so yeah. many now. Um, But in saying that, a big ETC list... But you did it Scott, first. Scotland. You did it before it was cool. I uh, know I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, but I was looking at um, Scotland's ETC list. I'm pretty sure had that was running a six man unit of them, and he was destroying knights with them. They're... Yeah, because that's what they do. They're just amazing. You're disqualified. You can't nah. have that in there. Nah. That is not a unit. That... <laughs> Hold on. I'm just putting. Uh, what is it? Combat chickens. At number two. What are the official name? Dragoons. Uh, Sidonian dragoons. Sidonian dragoons. Yeah, I, I, maybe part of my bias is because. I bought the ones that you have. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I just always... Well, they didn't work for you, did they? <laughs> well, I thought they... So you didn't think they were good? Yeah, they are very, very good. So for, if you're listening uh, and wanting a little bit more information than just us arguing about them, give us some of the numbers on the Sidonian Dragoons. The, the, the stratagems... Uh, okay, so... Six wounds. Six wounds each. Toughness six. Strength... Um, six? Strength five? Strength five. Right. Um, so you can take them in uh, units of one to six. Um, I personally run a four at the moment. So they've got three attacks each, um, so 12 attacks total. There's a stratagem you can play for one command point, which gives them plus two to their hit rolls. For one command point. For one point. command point. So they're hitting on twos. Um, Necron, Necron players over here going, for, you get that for one command point. For one command point. And even if you hit someone Nonsense. that's got a, a negative modifier... You're still hitting them on twos, um, yeah. so that's quite good. But adding to that, uh, normally um, they, they work like tasers, just like your immortals do. So if you roll a six uh, to hit, you get three hits total. Right. Uh, but by playing the stratagem, you roll fours, fives, or sixes, all equal three hits each. Yeah. So you could go in with 12 attacks and come out 30-plus attacks on the other end. And they're good attacks, too. They're good, I mean, attacks. They're good quality they're strength, attacks. Strength eight, so you're wounding knights on fours. Yeah. Um, minus one AP, which is it's a, it's all right. The volume of attacks uh, compensates, uh, and then the two damage apiece. So, so four of them really does just it kills a knight. And the um, the the thing is, we were having this conversation actually earlier. The thing with this particular unit, and it's a bit like the wraiths, a little bit in that you fly them up the table, and people you, they have to be dealt with, right? They're a unit that you just you can't just let them sit there ten inches away because they're they're in your face next turn wiping out whatever's in front of them. So some of your fire has to be focused on getting rid of that, which means 
their uh, dune crawlers at the back uh, are not getting shot at, which is, yeah, I like them. And, I, and I actually the really the like other them. thing to add to it as well, if you're running it like most people are stitches, you get a minus one if people are shooting them outside of 12 inches. Yeah. Um, and then they've got a built-in minus one to hit as well. So they're minus two, so they're playing some outer games. That's just, yeah. that's just dirty. They shouldn't even be in this. <laughs> Everybody knows about them. Uh, what have you got at number two, Sean? I've got this thing called uh, Mythic Blight Haulers for uh, Death Guard. Yeah. Um, they're actually, um, a lot of people just overlook them. Um, they're a pretty scary unit. They come with a missile launcher and a multi-melter for Death Guard. And is this the flying lawnmower? No, no, no. This is the, the squat little vehicles. Oh, I know the one you meant. Yeah, I got you. Yep, the yep. squat little one that you sometimes see sitting yep, sitting yep. alongside the tanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I've just read things off. Um, it has ballistic school um, and weapon school 4+, plus, but they yeah. get buffed if you have three in a unit. Okay. Um, the strength 6, toughness 7 with 8 wounds, and they have three wow. attacks in close combat, so yeah. they can hit pretty hard. They have um, a pretty good close combat weapon, which is a plague weapon, so you can buff it up if you're Death Guard. Yeah. Um, you can also got this bowl sport, um, which is a 12-inch um, gun that's strength 6 minus 1. Which is also a plague weapon, so you can get re rolls and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it has a built in minus one, and it's demon, so it has five plus and one will save. So it sounds like, and again, it, you know, you obviously know way more than I do, but it sounds like this is one of those really great sort of just keep people away units. Like if you've got, if you're facing an army with that likes to charge, this is one of those things oh. that can do some damage to as soon as a, people get close then they start really coming into their own is that right or no well I think for Death Guard sometimes they lack a bit of punch so they either have like a big unit like Morty that everyone has to focus on or they have like a whole bunch of play burst crawlers but they just don't have anything that can hit from wrong range right so I think this solves a little bit of problem because they don't normally they don't normally use the tanks and I don't think they get it in the Death Guard codex so if you're going you know just one faction um, they get all these special abilities for them and I think Sorry, you said there is a long-range gun on there. Yeah, or well, the missile launcher is 48 inches. Okay. Sorry, and um, the multi-melter is 24 inches. Yeah. And, and then they've got a couple of close-up guns. Close-up guns, but they're just so hard to kill because they've got a feel-no-pain, they've got a 5-plus yeah. and vulnerable, and the toughness 7, and then you've got three play burst crawlers normally ro- rocking up as, as well. So it's kind yeah. of like, what do you shoot at? Yeah, yeah. That's the Death Guard's whole thing, right? Hard to kill. Yep. And as you say, sometimes... Uh, that's the whole thing with them. They don't have that punch back. They, they're hard to kill, but they don't have a lot of kill you in return. Mm. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, Mephitic. What is it? Mephitic Blight Haulers. Yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> were were Mephitic Blight Haulers ever overlooked, though? I, I feel like they were oh, quite a good unit. When, and they, the model didn't come out for a while. So yeah, that's we, part of it. But when, it, when the to... model did come out, they, they, they sold out in the U.S., <laughs> they were pretty popular at first. I feel like this is the these are the comments of someone who's going to come in now at number two with a unit that's just really bad. And <laughs> no, I can guarantee you've probably not heard of the unit I've got. Okay, go uh, on. It's uh, similar to the, the Eldar spirits here, but it's the Eldar Bone Singer. Ooh, the Bone Singer. Talk about a model that's not not often seen. It's isn't it that I don't think tr- I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. Wasn't it a one-time uh, release, and then they had to special order it as well? Uh, it, it was like a yeah, it was like a made-to-order thing, only available for a week. Uh, but it does have competitive rules. <laughs> but is that the model that looks like it's surfing? I feel like oh, is it really? Yeah, it looks like it's surfing. It, 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 it was from Dawn of War or something. It was like a promotional model, but it does have rules in 40k. And it actually this week 
got some new rules uh, that now makes it worth reconsidering. Is this part of so, Psychic Awakening? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and I don't think anyone, I haven't seen anyone online mention this yet, but um, so a bone singer. I like the way you've, sorry, I like the way you've said yet because now we're expecting that people will start going, well, wait a minute, let's look well, at the bone singer. Yeah, well, so the bone singer is a four wound model with a four plus invulnerable save. Yeah. And he basically only did two things before. He can cast Smite, yeah. or he can automatically heal D3 wounds off a vehicle or a wraith construct within three inches. That's it. That's basically all he does. He's, he's got no shooting or combat to really right. worry about. He's a tech he's marine without the close combat weapons. Yeah. Now, he what, what really stood out to people before is he didn't have access to the runes of battle or the runes of fortune. Uh, and I don't think people were really took him before because the Wraith Knights weren't very competitive. But now that Wraith Knights have come down in points, people are starting to feel them more. Having a model that can heal D3 wounds off one every turn is quite useful. And now with Psychic Awakening, you can actually swap out that smite power for the uh, the new runes. Uh, I've just got to double, whatever the new table is called. Right. So uh, I think it's runes of... Oh, I can't remember what the name of it is off the top of my head. But it's the new uh, Psychic Law where they've got some minor powers that are very easy to cast, mm. and a couple of them are really great for buffing those Wraith Knights. Okay. So there's one that gives them a re-roll a turn, so you can either re-roll to hit, re-roll to wound, or there's another one that gives them plus two to their charge move. And now you've got this little support character who can heal D3 wounds off a Wraith Knight a turn or give him plus two on his charge range. Okay, well, do you know what? That actually sounds pretty good. That sounds like something the internet will go, hmm, maybe we should be looking at that. Uh, I'm going to give that to Brendan. He gets in at number two, only because uh, Combat Dragoons shouldn't even be in this conversation. Well, you're not going to like my number one. (laughs) (laughs) And Mophitic Blight Haulers, again, uh, you know, we've seen those. They're pretty good. Uh, I just want to remind people that the, if you're listening, that the... The point of this is to give you some ideas. So it doesn't really matter which one which ones end up in the top five. If you are running Admech, those combat chickens are very good. Mephitic blight haulers also. The the point you the point we're trying to make here is that the number one player in the country says they're worth a look. So have a look. Uh, let's go to our number ones. Aaron, <laughs> what have you got? Uh, Iron Striders. So the, the shooting variant of the uh, Dragoons. Honestly, it, it, other than number three, the land speeder storm, which you did very well with, they're all admec. Well, Sean doesn't take them. Why don't you take Iron Striders? Because they're expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but the the fact that, and again, I don't want to, you know, this is your thing, not mine. But the fact that if you wanted to charge them with, say, I don't know, a unit of space wolves or a unit of blood anything. letters, anything, anything that they can, for one command point, shoot at their usual ballistic skill. Can you then on top of that play the strat where you get plus two? Uh, that might just be the shooting phase. Oh, okay. But still, in saying that, I mean, I, I'm loading them out uh, for the next tournament with Laz Cannon, so I've got eight Laz Cannon shots. Anyone wants to charge them, they'll, they're going to shred something. Yeah, they're going to do all right. Yeah, I've seen them in quite a lot of competitive lists. Oh, yeah. I've been looking, <laughs> been looking at them pretty hard myself. And funny enough, on Warpstorm, I'm running three, so... If I'm running three, then you know that there must three be three individual ones. You you only got them for the bata- uh, for the brigade, though, don't you? No, it's because it's ITC, right? Brigade. Okay. 
Look, this isn't supposed to be you two having a, you know, <laughs> psych each other out pre-warp storm. Okay, uh, let's go to number one for... Actually, hold on, before we do that. So number one, so Iron Striders, the reason you've got them in there is you can include auto cannons or laser cannons. Auto cannons or laser cannons. They can move 10 inches. They Do they ignore 10. the... They don't ignore the moving with heavy weapons, but when you pay a command point, again, plus, plus two, two to their shooting, so they're hitting on twos. Or you can pay one command points to ignore moving with heavy weapons yep. so in case yep. you're using it with something else, which right. is pretty yep. cool. Okay. So they are actually a really, really good unit. Maybe yeah. just a shade expensive. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it means expensive to buy. Oh, I see. $100 uh, a model. Right. Yeah. They're, they're so they're a shade expensive to buy. To physically buy. But points worth it. Uh, 60 points in the game, $100. New Zealand, so right. it's kind of like one of those things that you're just like, mm. yeah. Uh, what have you got at number one, John? Uh, you're going to hate me now. Um, I have an admic unit. Um, I have uh, the lecture priests, but the shooty ones. Oh. The, so the ones that um, shoot electricity from their fingers? Yeah. Um, yeah. The jazz hands. The jazz hands. Um, I've just started using them because I've uh, figured out a little trick, which I've, it's not so secret, I don't think. Um, and you put them in the drill. There's like a drill you can do or a normal transport with the dialogus. And then you can jump out and you get plus, plus one to shoot. So it means that your dice rolls, because they have exploding, like a Tesla mechanic. Right. So the, the plus one to shoot is because of the dialogus yeah, yeah, with yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. you choose a unit within six and choose an enemy unit within um, 24 inches. And you get plus one to hit that unit yeah. only. And then um, I, I always do Mars. I'm... So I can do Wrath of Mars, so it's on sixes to wounds, you become more wounds as well. Okay. So, I mean, it, it can be really well done, but I've never really seen anyone use them in tournament scenes at, at all. Yeah, yeah. I, do you know what? I, I tried those when I was playing Admech. I played Admech for about five minutes. And I, I like the, because what is it, an 18-inch range? They're kind of like the Mandrakes for beginners. Is it 18-inch range, oh, the I shooting? That, I think it's 12. Is it 12? So even less. Okay. It's quite short. Yeah, yeah. it's a short range. They're but, a short range thing. But if you jump them out close enough, then they do have plenty of shots. Um, the funny thing is, too, also, I found it really nice for a distraction unit because you jump it out, you shoot it, and then if somebody tries to assault it, because you get three shots each for mm. each guy in it, you can actually get some Teslas on the way in. So I've actually stripped some models coming in as well. It's quite a nice feeling. <coughs> yeah, always good to get some Overwatch, some successful Overwatch. All right, so Electro Police, the shooty version uh, is your number one. And what have you got for us, Brendan? Uh, so I've got probably my favourite unit in the game. I used to run them for years when they were good. They've dropped off now. I don't see anyone running them. It's Dark Elder Hellions. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, these are the these are the guys riding the skyboard, the the flying yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, so who doesn't love a unit of hooligans riding around on Green Goblin skyboards? Yeah, yeah. I love the models. I bought a whole heap of them and then sold them. <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone bought the Gangs of Kimura box for the jet bike, so a lot of people will have these lying around. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the big issue they've always had is they're a bit, they're 14 points each, and they die very easily. Yeah. Uh, but but they've got good combat attacks, and they've got good shooting attacks. So each one of these guys is going to put out two 18-inch poison shots, and in combat, they've got two strength four damage two attacks. And the champion can take a stun claw, which is um, <coughs> he's got three attacks, and his one, if he rolls a six plus to wound, it causes a mortal wound. Uh, now these guys, similar to the Bone Singer, have now got a bit of a buff with the new Psychic Awakening book. Uh, you can now tailor your own. Um, it's called their obsessions. So depending on which uh, which cult or cabal you are, you can now tailor make your own 
uh, special rules. Yeah. So there's a couple of things in there that make them really good. The big one for witch units is test of skill. And this gives you plus one to wound against monsters or vehicles with more than 10 wounds. Okay. It works in both combat and shooting. And these are one of the few witch units that does both. So you get to double up on that ability. So if you've got a big monster unit, you've now a unit of 20 of these guys are going to pump out 40 shots wounding it on threes. And then you can charge into combat, and yeah. you know you're going to be, you can give them the drugs as well to boost that up. So yeah. you can actually put out a lot of damage potential, and, and that also stacks on the stun claws. So now the stun claws causing mortal wounds on a five plus to wound. You can tie other stuff up, but you can't be tied up. They're fast moving as well. I feel like they've got one of the. Have they not also got the rule where you can fly over the top and and well, like the yes, bikes so do? They, you can fly over the yeah, top and do so mortal wounds. It's eviscerating flyby. So it's a one-point stratagem, and when you advance over an enemy unit, right. you if they're infantry on a five-plus, you cause a mortal wound. So a unit of 20 of these, on average, is going to cause six to seven mortal wounds. Yeah. Another thing they've just got in Psych Awakening is uh, another uh, obsession rule you can give them is when they charge in, they basically get the same thing. So you can charge in, and if each one of them gets within one inch of the enemy, it's going to cause a mortal wound on a five-plus. Yeah, okay. So they, they, uh, it's, it sounds like maybe they're, they're one of those units that has benefited from Psychic Awakening. And also, I feel like, it, they, like you say, that they die fast. But maybe if you play them right, and with the right Witch Cult and whatever, then they could do quite well. Even if it's only for a, a turn or two, they could actually do yeah. really well. They well, move yeah. so well, fast. Yeah, pre-psychic awakening. Uh, it was a good way of running them with the red grief uh, cult because what you could do is they would that would give them advance and charge afterwards and re-roll your charge distance. So you could advance over a unit, do the flyby with the with your blades and cause some mortal wounds, charge into an enemy unit, and then the red grief ability, um, their specific stratagem lets them consolidate six inches towards the nearest transport rather than towards the nearest enemy. So if right. You, Cleverly place a transport behind them, you can consolidate back out of combat before your opponent can strike back against you. And you could consolidate into another enemy unit if you want and keep yourself safe that way. So there are some shenanigans that you can play. They also have a really cool rule that means that you can fall back and assault in the same turn. Well, so, yeah. And they've got fly, so they can shoot, fall back, shoot, and then assault. And then charge in again. So like, they literally just cannot be tied up, but they could yeah. prevent uh, yeah. other units from, yeah. like tanks, yeah. from doing what they need to do. Okay, do you know what? They, sorry, did you have something else? So, uh, is there more? Oh, no, but wait, I just want to say, like, I just, they're a unit that has, that has a lot of potential if you can master them. But right. they're very tricky to master. They're tricky to master, but it does sound like... Do you know what? I'm going to give you that uh, Hellions at number one. Uh, but I'm also going to take something away. I've changed my mind. Crute should be in there ahead of Vespid, only because what the hell is Vespid anyway? Uh, and Crute, on the basis of what we're trying to talk about, giving you ideas for for units that are legitimate, legitimate possibility, we already know there are competitive players who have gone, wait a minute, I can use these things, and they have a function in an army. So I'm going to take five off you, but give you one. So at the moment, our top five now, and you're just disqualified, uh, Aaron, except for that land speed of storm was a very good, was a very worthwhile mention. Crute uh, at number five, Spirits here at number four, the land speed of storm at number three, Bone Singers at number two, and the Hellions at number one. But again, uh, I want to remind you that all of those options we've talked about uh, are seen by our panellists as worthy of, well, the Aaron's ones are just all good anyway. 
I've seen as worthy of at least looking at in your army. If you can figure out, uh, you know, a way to to use them properly, align them with the right HQs and and uh, relics and stratagems and all the other things, you know, if they fit into your army, and in some cases, if you've got spare points and you're thinking, well, I kind of want something else. Have a look at one of those units. Guys, thank you so much for coming in again. Really appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. Aaron Wilson, Sean Sullivan, Brendan D. Appreciate you. your time. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time on Properly Cocked. <laughs>